Hi, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Amateur Spice. This week, we're um, doing something that we've done in the past. We are going to be interviewing um, a fellow sex worker who we know and are mutuals with. They are named Jade. Their at is Dirty Commie GF on Twitter. And we are so excited um, for you guys to hear this interview that we did and to just learn more about them. So, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy yeah. it. Oh my God. It went so well. We learned so many new things about each other. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really Fun. cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we just wanted to give a couple plugs before the interview. Um, just so we don't have to kind of rush through it at the end, like we always do. So we just, and want- maybe you'll hear them now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <Even> early. <laughs> Instead of just being like, Oh, all right, cool. Whatever. Bye. Um, so we wanted to plug our Instagram. It's amateur spice. Um, you can find it, follow it. We would love it if you rated and reviewed us and you can get really cool, uh, dons and bonds and schlons and stuff at the horny stoner. If you use our discount code amateur spice, you get 10% off. Yes. They have some really cute stuff. Definitely recommend checking them out. Yeah. And you can also follow me anywhere at Nixie Knight on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And my OnlyFans is NaughtyNixie.com. And my Twitter is MessyXBangs. That's my Instagram as well. My TikTok is SexyShouter69. And my OnlyFans is MoonBabyX44. Um, please check our stuff out. We really appreciate you guys. Like I said before, rate and review, follow us. Um, and if you're a sex worker looking to also be on the show and talk about your experience, please let us know. Um, because that's how we got Jade on the show. So that was really cool. Yeah, it was, it, I, we, <laughs> we love meeting new people. So hit us up. We're down to chat. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> we hope you enjoy. Yeah. Thanks. Hi. <laughs> Hi guys. Um Hi. so we're gonna get right into our interview with Jade um at Dirty Commie GF on Twitter. And we are just gonna, you know, have them answer some questions that we have prepared and you can get to know them a little bit more. So we're gonna get started. So Hi, you- welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, just if you want to say hi and introduce yourself. Yeah. Happy to be here. So I'm Jade, also known as Dirty Commie Girlfriend. Um, So I'm coming up on four years in sex work, actually, in about a month for my 22nd birthday. Um, A lot of people see my age and how young I am, and they're like, damn, you didn't even give life a chance. Um, (laughs) But I actually have my bachelor's degree in pre-law political science with a double minor in sociology and legal studies. That's so cool. Yeah, and my concentration, my focus is actually (laughs) sex work and the politics of sex work. That's that's so cool. Helps me out a lot with my brand. Um, I started sex work like pre OnlyFans. Um, I really got my start on Findom Twitter. So a lot of my fan base is built in Findom and Femdom actually. So that still has a huge influence on my content. Um, so yeah, that's basically my niche, I would say. Very alt-girlfriend, dommy mommy type stuff. I'm on OnlyFans, Fansly, ManyVids, Centerfold, Streammate, basically 
any site, any platform that'll have me, as you guys know. I also do a lot of direct sale and I do real time, um, mostly session and fetish stuff. I don't do full service anymore. Nice, nice. That's awesome. You do so many different things. Yeah, that's so cool um, about your bachelor's. That's, I um, have a, a one that's pretty similar to that. I, it's like really specific, so I don't want to say it on air, but I like <laughs> really went into um, like political studies, international and legal studies. Um, so that's so cool. Um, nice. Yeah, I feel like that really structures a lot of my brand and why people like me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 You can definitely tell just from like the way your content and like the way you present online, like that it's something you're interested in. Um, so yeah, yeah. That's so For sick. Sure, yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. So um, yeah, that kind of, you know, first question, you know, we just wanted to know a little bit about you and your sex work, how long you've been doing it and your niche and everything. Um, and so next we kind of just wanted to know, um, as a sex worker, what your favorite and mostly like least favorite part is? Mm-hmm. Well, as you guys know, sex work is super complicated. It's not black and white, but um, I'd have to say my favorite part has been the community I found. Like I've made some of my best friends through sex work. Um, I'm also chronically ill, so I definitely enjoy the flexibility and freedom of being able to structure my own schedule. Um, and I do love creating content. I love indulging people's fetishes. That's another thing which I think attracts people to my brand. Um, but as you guys know, something I do not enjoy has got to be slow season. Um, mm-hmm. No matter like how well you do, slow season will get you. Like it creeps up on everyone. Um, Yeah, I'd have to say just the inconsistency and guaranteed income, it can be a lot for people to navigate. And I think that's what a lot of new sex workers especially struggle with. That can be very mentally draining. It really can be, especially I feel like too, because it's not like when you put that work in, like you're not going to get the results like immediately. It's such a long game in sex work sometimes where you have to like make the content, edit the content, Mm -hmm. promote it. And then finally, like all of that might pay off eventually. So it just like, you don't get it right away too. So you just get so frustrated Mm -hmm. during that slow season. I feel like, oh, I feel you. And sometimes it can be such a dramatic dip. Like you had your best month and then the next month is your worst month. (laughs) Literally, like it can be so confusing. Out Mm -hmm. of nowhere, you're like, what the heck is going on? Like, it it is just so random. That is like the worst. Like, I think too, for me, the the thing I find the most frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it really does have, it has a little bit of to do how much effort you're putting in, but you could be doing everything you can. But if the market's not there that month, people don't have money to spend. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a rough one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you do so many different things and you're on so many different platforms. How do you kind of, I guess, schedule your days and balance your time as a sex worker and with your personal life? Well, it definitely took me many months to nail down what works for me. And I definitely have to reevaluate that every couple months, depending on how things are going. But for me personally, like I swear by planners and whiteboards to help visualize tasks and goals. That's really important for me. Um, I plan my weeks on Sundays, like I'll sit down and plan out what I'm doing each day. 
So like you said, I'll plan out a day for filming, a day for editing, a day for strictly promo, say on TikTok. And then of course there's always admin work to do. So I try to squeeze that in wherever I can, but I've noticed that it definitely helps me compartmentalize and get a little bit of work and personal life separation by trying to have set business hours. Like I try to get most of my work done before 5 p.m. and then I take weekends off because breaks are definitely necessary and that helps me re-jump my brain a little bit for the next week. But yeah, definitely structuring my weeks and having certain days I do certain things helps me a lot. And it helps me just like tackle all the tasks I have if I break it down like that. That's so nice. smart. That's kind of what I try to do. Like similarly, like on sun Sundays are my big planning days. Like I try to like look through my planner every day, but I'm like, at least as long as I go on on Sunday, I can plan my week out in advance yep. and I'm all good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of also the same. Like I try to have different things going each day. <laughs> Yeah, trying to like cram it all into one like one day. I feel like definitely like I I think in the beginning when I first started doing sex work for like the first couple of months, that's really what I tried to do was like, okay, I'm gonna do like all of this stuff in the morning and then I'm gonna like edit it all, send it all out. And like I feel like you kind of go through your content a lot faster that way too. Yeah. Like if you mm-hmm. just like edit it all and send it out that day. Um mm-hmm. and yeah, it just like really, really helps to kind of plan everything out in advance and like dedicate different days to different things I think Mm -hmm. yeah it helps so much like I've noticed I don't get burnt out as fast or as easily if I break it down like that and it makes tasks just so much more manageable yeah like if I'm already all dressed up and got makeup on like I rather be making content for two to three hours than do it for like a half hour and then jump to something else exactly exactly Yeah. yeah yeah And I think the part about taking, like taking a weekend off, taking breaks, like that is so important because I think that in sex work, like the, the grind culture is like, so there, like so much in every single part of it. And like, we don't really feel like we can take any days off or anything, like whether you're on Twitter or like having to reply to your subscribers or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, like, it's so important to take those days off because the burnout is so real. And then you just like completely crash and burn and can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I like that you mentioned that because like I said, I'm chronically ill and disabled. So it's really hard to like see people constantly grinding and compare yourself to what everyone else is doing. And like you want to be as active as possible, but that's definitely what leads to burnout for a lot of folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we talk about burnout and mental health a lot on here because we know how like it can just like suck you in. (laughs) For real. Because I, I I know that we didn't have this like in the list of questions that I sent to you, but I feel like I kind of want to touch on that more, like just, you know, the self-care aspect. Like, mm-hmm. are there things that you do in particular, like on your days off that really help? Like, do you just not have your, like your notifications on at all? Like for work, do you really just try to like not be present? Yeah. I actually keep my notifications off all the time because I found that that helps me just mentally. I can come to things when I'm ready to come to them. But like I said, I take weekends off. So I try to really do a lot of self-care on the weekends. Like, ooh, that'll be my day I shave my whole body. Or (laughs) I do a couple (laughs) face masks, stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, just knowing that I have those two days where like my fans know I'm not going to be active either really helps because I don't feel obligated to answer any messages or reply to anyone. And that downtime is really just the mental break I need to be prepared for the next week. That's that great. helps so much. Yeah. Nice. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> So when you do, um, you know, go back to work in the next week and everything, like, I think that something we've talked a lot about the show on the show and everything is that so much of what we do goes into promotion. Like, I think that that's a really big part of our brand and everything. And like, you kind of have to be present on every social media site. And, um, just as you know, someone that I know is, you know, you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter, you're on TikTok. Is there one site in particular that you think might be more helpful um, as a sex worker to promote yourself? One you might think is more challenging, there are more rules. Like, how do you think that they rate in terms of promotion? I definitely think that different platforms serve their own purpose. I kind of feel like for a while, like I was really focused on Twitter. And for me, I only get maybe like 25% of my buyers from Twitter. So I've tried to keep Twitter more as like the front face of my brand, you know, like people can come and interact with me daily there, but that's not where I do like most of my actual promoting. Um, I'd say TikTok when they're not banning me constantly definitely pays off. But honestly, my go-to, like where 75% of my buyers and subscribers come from is Reddit. Mm. Like people sleep on Reddit so much and it's, yeah, like consistently over the past three to four years now, like Reddit has been where all of my money comes from, basically. Reddit is like, I, I do find when I use Reddit consistently and use it, like the way that you know, when I'm like focusing on the times of day a lot and like really trying to upkeep my page, like I do see a better traffic to my paid sites for sure. Yeah. I'd say Reddit definitely has like the highest payoff ratio compared to like the effort you're putting in. Mm. Um, and it's something where like, like I'm on a routine where I use an extension to literally delete all of my posts every couple of weeks on Reddit. So I don't let like free content build up on my Reddit. But yeah, as long as you're consistent on Reddit, yeah, that's where so much of my traffic comes from, even not to my paid sites, but like for direct sales and sessions and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know how to navigate Reddit as a sex worker. It can be such a useful tool. I need to get back into Reddit. (laughs) It's hard too, because if you're not on there for a while, like you've like the subreddits kind of change or the rules change, like something that I'm finding like randomly and a couple other of my friends recently is that like some of the subreddits have changed their like their karma rules and so we have to like get our comic karma up and do all that but I do think once you figure out like all the rules and kind of get around that it is a little bit easier and you just know like where to post and how to post but in the beginning I definitely was like what the fuck am I doing yeah I think I like Reddit because it gives you an opportunity to promote like directly to your niche or your brand So whatever your brand is, like for me, I post in a lot of alt subreddits. I post in a lot of femdom reddits. And that brings like specific clients to me that wouldn't come to me otherwise. I feel like if I wasn't promoting specifically to that niche. 
And that is just really helpful for establishing your brand and like creating a presence in those, in those communities. Mm-hmm. You're moving me to get back into it. <laughs> I can't recommend it enough. Like it's consistent when things like TikTok and Twitter fall through. Mm-hmm. So yeah. My it's thing is just of my promo. <laughs> yeah. Figuring out what mods will allow what and verification and comments are so much meaner. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just can't read them. I, yeah. I know. <laughs> Eventually I'll do it. <laughs> um, what is something or what do you wish more people knew about sex work before they got into it? Um, I'd have to say that I really wish that more people took the time to acknowledge that in order to be successful in sex work, like it really is a full time job. Cause like you guys said, like we're our own wardrobe, we're our own hair and makeup, like producer, editor, marketing, like all of that. And it's not just as simple as, Ooh, I took some whole pics today. And that's, that's that, <laughs> like, that's maybe 2% of the work we do. And people don't realize like all of the work that goes into making content, but also promoting that content so that it's successful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely. It doesn't matter if you have the best content, like if you're not promoting it, right? Yeah, especially on a site like OnlyFans because like like they don't have the internal search feature, so you're just like posting it and it's sitting there, you know. Mm -hmm. Is terrible. Yeah. Um. So, what is if someone you know like is getting into sex work and they're getting their site set up, they're starting to navigate how to promote themselves, um, and just trying to figure out what to do. Um, what's a a piece of advice that you would give them? I definitely say to like, find your niche, like find what works for you, like establish your brand and advertise to it. Like I had the most success after narrowing down who my buyers were going to be. Um, like, like I said, a lot of my fan base is built on FinDom and FemDom, So that for me, if I promote to that and like maintain that brand image, that helps me so much. Like I notice my content does not do as well if I'm not promoting to my niche. So I definitely recommend finding what works for you and sticking to it and like kind of creating a unique brand and look so that people have a reason to come by from you. Um, and another important thing, like we said, taking breaks is really important, but also setting boundaries is incredibly important because I'd say like my first year of sex work, I didn't enforce a lot of boundaries, whether that be when I'm available, what kind of content I'm willing to do, just stuff like that, that can really accelerate the burnout if you're not careful so breaks and boundaries are a hundred percent necessary to preventing that. That's so important because I think that like we've said before, like, and just, I think that something that we, I think like sex workers think about all the time is just that, um, we really want to make any sale, you know, it's hard sometimes like on a slow day, you want to make whatever sale you can, you want to be able to like sell to whoever. And I think that sometimes like we want to compromise a little bit with people who might be willing to buy. And like, it's just not worth it in the end, if they're going to be like disrespectful or like just not a cool person, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's not worth the mental sacrifices you're going to be making and it's not sustainable long-term to constantly 
let your boundaries be walked all over. Yeah, that's a good point. Another thing, I wish that newbie sex workers thought it was more important to like be educated before entering community spaces. Because I definitely think that as providers and creators, we have a certain like responsibility to be aware of what we're putting out because our audiences are mostly young and impressionable. I think that's a really good point. And I think that there are so many different things that like are a thing in the community that like shouldn't be, um, whether it's a Mm -hmm. racial fetishization or something like Ahiago. And like, there are a lot of people who just in the beginning, like might not necessarily do that research and then see that, put that out there and like might figure it out and like realize it's not okay. And and, like do the right thing and apologize and like not post it anymore. But there are a decent amount of people who like don't really care and like, don't want to raise awareness to stuff like that. And it is just like, it needs to be more of a thing. I agree because it's just like, like we, like, this is like, it's a, it's a job, but it's a sensitive job, you know? Yeah. 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 I've found that especially in FinDom, like during, during the, during COVID, especially a lot of people were talking about how TikTok really oversaturated the FinDom market. And now people complain about like Twitter doms because they're, they're not informed. They're not educated. None of that. And they're actually creating more harm by their actions. Like, I don't know how many times I've had to have conversations with newbie doms, like, Hey, if you're not trans, you probably shouldn't be participating in things like sissification because you don't understand the nuances of being trans that go into providing services like that. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think people realize, like, it's not just a fetish for some people. Like, you're providing a certain service, and you can be creating a lot of harm through your rhetoric and the things you're perpetuating. That's a great mm-hmm. point. You're right. Yeah. I've also talked about kink in general as a whole before and how, like, I feel like a lot of the newer like Twitter doms will just go into it thinking all they have to do is like call someone a loser and then that's it. Exactly. But like, you know, it's a full kink. Like there's still aftercare involved. Like you still need to negotiate boundaries, things like that. Yeah. Exactly. It's not just about like being mean to someone and having them yeah. hate you. Like I wish that's how it would be, but. And that's why like, I appreciate my fan base so much because like I've built a lot of my following on the fact that I am a dom, but I'm a soft dom. Like I don't, I'm not like a fuck you pay me type person. Like I'm extremely educated and I've been working for years to establish like a very set, um, a set amount of services that I provide that cater to like my clients and people don't realize that like the whole fuck you pay me thing is like maybe 5% of what FinDom and FemDom is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big misconception. Yeah, definitely. So I think that the last question we kind of had was where we can find you, you know, and just like a little kind of recap of like where you are on your sites and um, just, you know, anything else you wanted to talk about or like any plugs that you, if you have anything coming up, like on your page, any collabs or anything? 
anything we missed that you want to yeah. talk about too, this is it. <laughs> Um, well, you can find me on all platforms and socials at Dirty Commie Girlfriend. Um, I would have to say I have a couple collabs coming up in the new year, actually, that I'm extremely excited for. Um, I actually did my first collab over a year ago now, and it was an extremely bad experience. Um, and I've kind of been waiting for an opportunity to feel safe and comfortable to collab again. So I'm really excited to get back into that. Um, But yeah, other than that, I'm just really excited to get to talk to you guys. Like I said, the whole community aspect of sex work is one of the things that appeals to me most. Um, I love the fact that I can help people directly through my work, like mutual aid, I know. Eve specifically, everyone's familiar with mutual aid. Um, I love giving back to my community when I can. I love just the sense of like, it's, it's a little family, you know, like I've made some of my best friends through sex work. Like if you stick with it and you're willing to make the right connections, like this can be such a rewarding job and it can be so fulfilling. Mm -hmm. That's such a good point. You're right. Like yeah. all of, like, I have made so many good friends through sex work. Like me, like me and Nixie wouldn't be like the really great friends we are without it. And like, it just does feel good to be a part of something with people who understand you. And I'm so excited mm-hmm. that you feel excited about this collab coming up and that you feel like, you know, it's going to be a good one and everything. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I hope it goes really well. Yeah. Thank you. So it's, it's Dirty Commie GF on Twitter, on Insta, TikTok, OnlyFans. Yep. You can find, just search that and you'll find basically all my socials. All right. Awesome. awesome. Jade, thank you so much for coming on. Like thank it's really, so really exciting to have someone on and talk about their experiences and like how they view sex work and just like to have a conversation going. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just really cool to me. And I really appreciate it. I we love both these really episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, like this is like a full circle moment for me because I literally discovered both of you guys through this podcast. So it's like, wow, Ah. glad it's reaching people. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, hell yeah. Well, I can't wait for everyone to hear this. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, yeah, have a great, wonderful day. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.